Hey guys, what's up? It's your boy, George Marlkeen. Welcome to the Narrator Podcast. I knew the name of my own podcast. All right? <laughs> I knew it, right? It's another lovely day. I am in Hollywood, California, outside of a Starbucks. And I do have a confession. I, I, I love Hollywood. I'm not going to lie. I love the business. I love what we do. But I hate every Starbucks in Hollywood. Why? Because that's where all the future writers that are not writing show up to. I don't know. What would you say? Oh, by the way, I have a very, very funny, talented, amazing. uh, She was voted number one comedian in Southern California by her family. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, Jen Murphy's in the house. What's up, Jenny Jen? Yeah. What's up, man? When you started saying voted number one, I was like, is he about to lie right now? <laughs> Why would I lie about you? Your family thinks you're number one in their hearts, all right? I was you like, know. where is he going with this? <laughs> she does clubs and colleges. She does clubs and colleges and two quinceañeras <laughs> by mistake, <laughs> but she did them. Yo, thank you for coming down and, 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 and doing this with me. Like, I, I, I had asked Jen to do this uh, show since it's fairly new, and you have your own podcast, you and... Uh, um, Christina Walkinshaw. Christina Jill- off. One of the most craziest people I've ever met. <laughs> Christina's insane. So she funny. She has issues, man. I uh, have known her over, well, we became friends like two years ago, and then we were doing the podcast. She still, as much time as I spent with her, she still will shock me. Really? Like, when you think somebody can't do anything crazier. <laughs> <laughs> She's, did you just snort? <laughs> That's how bad Christina is? All right, cool, It's man. hilarious. No, but thanks for meeting me here. Uh, <laughs> You, you live down the street from here, and you know what I'm talking about with Starbucks, right? You know, and why am I saying their name so much? They're not paying for the damn show. Like, <laughs> I was just excited that you said Hollywood because I'm actually in Studio City, and most people are like, it is the valley. No, this is it's considered Hollywood. I don't, I don't care what people say. Oh, studio. Half of the people live in Studio City, and they play the whole part. Plus, I make a half a mile from technical Hollywood. I'm not in the valley. Nobody, nobody I guarantee you... I'll put a million dollars on this thing that nobody knows the difference between studio and Hollywood. Only Armenians. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, yeah, do you feel that? Like, everybody... You know, here's the problem with Hollywood. Like, I feel always you have to play the part. And we do have to fake it till you make it. That's how it is in this business. Be it whatever you do, be it comedy, be it acting, be it producing, writing, whatever. You do have to, to a certain point, fake it. Right? And it's like... If there was a, a picture diagram of what you want it to look like, what I'm trying to describe, just go into a Starbucks in Hollywood and you will see, just sit outside for like five minutes and be like, that guy's a douche. That guy's a douche. Oh, she's a stripper. That's awesome. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then you'll see that one old man that walks in there and you oh, he's nice. And then he walks out jacking off. Like, it's weird. <laughs> that's, that's how I see every bucks here in Hollywood, man. So, so that's why I'm... I don't know, but I, I'll still order it every day. Fuck it. Well, during COVID, I, when the bars finally... Some of them have opened back up outside. I get I can't concentrate as much in my room, so I'll take my laptop across the street and sit outside and have a beer and write. And I now I always feel self-conscious. Like, I want to cover my screen so people don't see I'm writing a, a script. Because I'm like, oh, I'm that asshole writing a script outside. That's everybody, though. You know, like, you have to do... Um, I was I was reading to my girlfriend and to her sister today in the morning uh, before I headed out this way. The new rules for December with COVID. The new family rules, right? Oh, about all the it's holidays? It's like three... I'll try to find it, dude. It, it's hilarious. Like, 
for Latinos, first of all, it ain't gonna work out for Mexicans. <laughs> Right, because there's no such thing as that mi- that little people. Yeah, no more than ten. Wait, I'll find it right now. I'll find it. You're like, no. wait, that's only our house. That's fucking like my house. Like, like here, here you go. Watch. I'll read this shit, okay? During COVID, California releases crazy mandatory guidance for private gatherings this holiday season. All right. Dun, dun, dun. Can we, give me some Christmas music in the background. Dun, 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 dun. All right. What kind of Jewish song is? <laughs> No more than three households, including your own, may gather. The hosts of the gathering must collect all names and addresses of those attending. First of all, I don't know my mom's phone number. I don't know her phone number. I don't even know my sister's middle name. How am I supposed to get that information or have, like, some type of pamphlet pamphlet when you walk in? You know, like, hey, you know, thank you for coming. Please fill that out. You know, like, I got family members that got warrants. They're not going to fill out the shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> Let's see. Uh, you can go to the bathroom inside if the bathroom is frequently sanitized. Now, when the hell... Oh, great. I got to clean up my cousin's yeah, piss off the toilet. Exactly. <laughs> like, you know, like, are you going to have somebody in charge? You know, like, okay, cool. And then it says, uh, you're allowed to gather in an open park, three households only, but no concurrent gatherings like with people you know in the same park. I've never been at a park where we're doing like a little birthday thing and then across from us is another couple and be like, you know, like, hey, let's go raid their shit. (laughs) (laughs) You have to bring your Christmas tree to the park and your presents and your family. Yeah, well... Open your gifts in the park. Can you see some people having, you know, Thanksgiving in in the park? Yeah. (laughs) That... (laughs) I can. (laughs) Really? They do it every day, the homeless people. Oh, that's fucked up. You're talking (laughs) shit about homeless... You know how many homeless people are going to listen to this podcast and be like, this is bullshit. <laughs> oh, no, I'm canceled. Yeah, there you go. Um, and then finally, all city must be socially distant. So that means six feet apart from everybody. Who else's house is that big? I have no idea, man. I, I have a studio apartment. Like, <laughs> I can't invite nobody in my <laughs> shit. Let's see. Um, <laughs> all food must be single and served in disposable dishes. All right. Oh, fancy. And, yeah, I know. That's I'm telling you, that's, that's the government <laughs> trying to get Paper plate holiday. Exactly. Uh, you must wear a mask at all times unless you are eating. You can only gather for two hours maximum. All right. There's a limit. And here's the best one. Singing, in this, <laughs> singing is discouraged. <laughs> but if you must sing... You must wear a mask and sing below a standard speaking voice. <laughs> I have a couple. <laughs> Do you know? <laughs> Do you know how creepy you're gonna sound <laughs> if you're that one uncle in the corner going like, <laughs> "Here comes Santa Claus! Here comes Santa Claus! Here comes!" No, he's Santa. coming for real. He's coming. <laughs> She's all dialing 911. <laughs> Somebody fucking help me. Like, this guy's creepy. How are you going to whisper a song? That's just... I get it. We have to be safe. But man, dude, it, it's just kind of... It's creepy and crazy now, man. It, it's coming to a point where we're all... I, it, and I, I know we were scared with the peak. You know, it's supposed to be coming back. The numbers are going up again. But uh, what do you do in that situation, Jen? How do you handle that? I don't know. I just, I think, I mean, it's what a lot of people said, is that as far as the economy, you can't have the the cure be worse than the cause, and it's already killing so many people. Not COVID, I mean, the economy crashing is killing people. Well, the economy's not even doing that great no more. I mean... That's what I mean, like, people that can't work, and, like, suicide's up, drug addiction is way up. 
And that's just on comedians. <laughs> I'm serious, dude. We're supposed to be funny, you know. Like, <laughs> no, but uh, here's a, here's a great topic we could talk about right now with COVID. Right now, like you, you haven't been working. You've been doing the little gigs here and there. I haven't been working. You know, I'm doing whatever project I can. Reason, like like I was talking about the podcast, how I need to keep my mind either entertained or I need to be doing something, or else I I feel hopeless and just kind of like worthless in some sense you yeah know what I mean? no i've been feeling the same exact what do you what do you do what do, what have you found yourself doing now with with, with covid during covid uh, i've been drinking more and going to bed at 9 p.m <laughs> uh just recently because i felt like my mental health was really suffering i started finger painting <laughs> that's would you like a painting? No. <laughs> I'm getting better. Okay. Are you doing the turkey now? The turkey one? Or you just paint your whole hand? Hey, look, it's a turkey. That's it. And I just do everything with my middle finger. <laughs> All right, cool. And I only paint hearts. I would. You know what? That'd be cool. I'll, I'll put it in my office, man, and be like, you know, that was that was fingered by Jen Murphy. That'd be a great piece to talk about. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna give you one. All right, go ahead, man. As long as it matches my office, I'm I'm down for that. I'll put it up in the office, no doubt. Um, yeah, no, it's tough because it's like you said, everything with um, with work, with feeling hopeless, and then I know I know it's hard for couples too, but also as a single person, it's like sometimes there's a point where you're like, I I need to be taught. Doesn't even have to be sex, but even just like physical touch. Like I, but I'm so used to hugging people almost every night when we went to shows. Uh huh. Just that kind of. The, the, you know what? Human. I mean, walking the down the street. The interaction of being with people. Yeah, even walking down the street and moving away from somebody coming towards. It's like all, now all we do is constantly avoid people. There's not even that. And I have my mask on, so I smile, but they can't see it. So you're not even making that kind of small interaction with strangers where you would smile at them. And I do the nod now. I do the the yeah. so they know that I'm recognizing them as another human being. I've been <laughs> yeah. doing this odd like Hitler hail like. Hey. I just throw my hand up. Oh, it's a nice day. Oh, yeah. Like, what's wrong with you? You don't do it. You could do it. You should wave. But don't fucking do the Hitler eye. Well, like, what's wrong with you? Because I get nervous, like, because I'm not used to it. And I just sort of throw my hand up. And then I'm like, oh, that, that was weird. How can you say that? Like, that'd be the most awkward thing. Or like, okay, she must be a Trump voter. Like, what's wrong with you? When you just aisle, there's options. You could do the, the queen I'm wave. I'm working the little, on it. The prom queen wave. You could do the side to side. You could be the happy kid, you know, but. <laughs> I'm working on my the wave. The Ohio should be the last fucking We've said option so, in your paper, Lauren. We've said so many wrong things already on this I know. This is, we apologize <laughs> to all you people out there that are listening to this. To all you five people. <laughs> I'm, I'm really working on it. I'm going to do better. You've, um, you've inspired me. <laughs> to not be racist? <laughs> it's not meant to be racist. It's just... You know I'm awkward already. That's you are an awkward person, man. You are an amazing awkward person, which which works with you. But I'd lose that the 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 seek Okay. I, I most definitely would lose that because it just I don't know. I don't think it's gonna work out. <laughs> Is that why nobody waves back? <laughs> yeah. I just nod my head. That's what it like. If I'm wearing the mask, because I start recognizing that when I smile. You, you obviously you're not gonna see it, right? And so on some people you can see the cheek, the top cheek, yeah. kind of go rosy a little bit. But I just kind of started doing the whole hey, you know, and and just kind of nodding down as far as like I see you, I recognize you. I don't, I'm not some asshole that is not 
knowing that you're there, you know. And so it, that is weird because I'll be like at, at a store shopping and, and somebody passes by you and you kind of move to the side and you do. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, that that stupid. Hey, 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 we're, we're here in the same space, you know. It's, it's kind of stupid, but it, it it's it's cool, I guess. What, what do you say? What would you do, man? We have to. We do have to come up with something. And I, the, I, but but back to the subject of what you're saying, you do need that interaction. Like uh, um, over there with my girlfriend, I've been staying with her, and it's three three families that have been hanging out and that's it we don't hang out no with no one else so you've hit max already yeah we're at the max that's why <laughs> and you know and it's not even the mexican max it's just like they you know like there's enough people that should be there gathered we we're, we're sure we're being safe at all times so that's helped out for me personally where i've gotten that communication you know um i've been saying that my girlfriends during covid because I'm always on the road And like I said I don't think this is ever going to happen again I I don't think I could have been able to survive this If I would have just stayed at my home in Los Angeles And just been there You know Like stayed at, at, at my place You don't think mentally you mean? Yeah Because I You know this You need to have people around you You need to Well you saying that makes me feel better About the fact that I feel like I'm crazy Because I'm No no, no Not at all Not at all Because <laughs> we're, We need we need that interaction, especially us being entertainers. We need that. We need to know somebody gives a rat's ass about us or, you know, like one thing I've been doing a lot and I did it today on the way over here. I, I call friends that I haven't really talked to and I just call them for the hell of it. I just, you know, yeah. hey, what's up? Just want to check up on you. I, I talked to uh, uh, Billy D. Washington, very funny comedian. Called them today and, hey, man, just want to see how you're doing. Just want to say what's up, you know, and, and check up on you and I, I think I've called them more now than I ever did in my whole the whole time I've known them. Yeah, know? that's really nice that you reach out. I, I think I've reached I reached out to you before yeah. this too, just to check up on you and see how it is. And you've always been good about that. Like you have to, you can't, especially now because uh, I, I start thinking about it. Um, so many people right now are going through their own personal demons or, or their depression. They're they're. They're trying to figure out because it's it's this new way of life or whatever or, or for right, right now it's temporary. You you gotta kind of remind somebody. Hey, by the way, you know, dude, you're somebody. You know, so don't forget. Yeah. You, you know, you're still a shitty person in my book. You know, like you <laughs> could you could tell them. You know, just you know, and sometimes they, you know you do need that little that little hunch, that little oomph, you know, to to just kind of remind you so I've been like going through my my phone book on my phone and, and I see who's single who's, <laughs> who's single and a really shitty person that I know that's probably by himself right now oh so and so call him up and of course he's gonna answer you know like hey what's up dude what are you doing nothing alright I just wanna let you know that who was already on the verge of suicide before COVID hit cause now they're really in trouble <laughs> cause now they're fucking in <laughs> trouble right now dude <laughs> that's uh, nice of you I, I, I don't know I I mean, in at the same time, I feel like I've been losing losing communication. Did I just say losing? Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> fucking being. I was gonna like, let it go. Yeah, um, I've been losing communication with um, with some of the people that I've been so tight with throughout the years, and I haven't talked to them as much as what I have to other people. So I don't know. That's kind of weird in that sense. Like if you notice, like you've been reaching to other people versus the ones that you thought you'd be reaching to all the time. Yeah, the ones I used to talk to more often. You're right. Like I, I haven't I, I always there the intention's there. 
I'll like see them on Instagram or I'll see them on Facebook or whatever and I see them and I'm like oh man I gotta hit them up and see how they're doing but it just never happens yeah. you know, it just never fucking happens and then but the people that you see and then all of a sudden oh dude I, I gotta call them up and see how they're doing and see what, what what's going on with that um, <clears throat> now you you were touring before before COVID hit were you on the road or what was yeah that? I was on the road a lot and I had just started doing cruise ships the year before I had so many booked for this year this was set to be my biggest financial year to date. And, and then COVID hit. And COVID hit. Piece of shit COVID. If COVID was a person, I'd beat the fuck out of it. <laughs> oh, I would watch dead. it. I would watch it just walk down the street <laughs> and just walk up to it and pop up, beat the <laughs> fuck out of it. This is for so-and-so and this is for so-and-so. You know what I mean? This is for Jen Murphy. This was going to be her financial year, you son of a bitch. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's part of it, too, is that... I mean, I know a lot of comedians who travel, they don't like it, but they still do it. I love traveling. Like, I love airports. I love every part of it. I, so I, I being think, at home is tough. Yeah, it's, I think I'm still in that, in that part of I love being on the road. It's an excitement of, like, somebody needs me on the other side of the country or someone needs yeah. me somewhere else. And I, I don't mind it. Maybe because I wasn't doing the comedy circuit that much. You know, I do only certain clubs around the country. And so maybe that going internationally, like, it, it's it, it's a rush to yourself knowing, hey, am I going to make this? Is it going to work out or whatever? It's that beautiful, beautifulness of uh, of being an entertainer. That That's just, it just, I, I miss it the most. I mean, I really do miss being on the road. Yeah. And, like, I, I was telling my girlfriend, like, we... We appreciated every second that we had with each other because I was only home for like a week or a couple weeks. And when I'm home, I'm working, doing some stuff, DJing at Universal, doing whatever, you know? Yeah. It got, at the beginning of COVID, like, it was rough on us, you know? Like, oh, shit, you know? Like, she wasn't used to me being in her space all the time. Yeah. I wasn't used to her being in my space. So so it's 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 taken a lot, but I, I can't wait to go back on the road, <laughs> you know? I, it's, I, I can't wait to go back and just be myself. Yeah. I mean, like, the biggest thing I always say is I miss being myself. Do you find yourself desperately trying to, not desperately, but just trying to get laughs anywhere you can? Like, I've noticed at Ralph's, I'll, if I make the checker laugh, I'm so excited because <laughs> I just need to hear some, like, somebody laugh out loud and I'm like, I did it! I'm out! I mean, I guess I just, I'm sure I made them laugh before, but I think you just appreciate it because when I haven't heard laughter as much and then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I made that person laugh. Like, I, I get I, that adrenaline rush that we used to get on stage. I have found myself a couple times being a little bit in that mode because <clears throat> I feel that I act as the person I am on stage is a little bit different. He's a little bit more hyper. He's, you know, he, he, shit. I mean, we call him Cooch, you know, like that's, you know, and yeah. George is George. And now I do find myself a couple times once in a while just kind of getting in that mode or... When I feel that, what you're what you're talking about is when I do that one punchline to a complete different stranger, and does that like, oh my god, that was funny, and I'm like, yeah, damn right, I was yeah. because <laughs> I know who the damn I am. I'm fucking hilarious, and I should be out there right now, spreading this to the world, you know. But but yeah, I do find that I find myself listening to my my recorded shows. And one thing I've been noticing is, oh, yeah, that joke. Oh, yeah, that joke. I, like, I'm starting to forget some of my shit. Yeah. And, and that's crazy. So I I feel for the people that are going to see me perform next time. 
<laughs> you know, no, no, I'm just joking, but, but, you know, like, you, you, you do get kind of worried, like, oh, shit, you know, like. Yeah, because you got to get back into it, it's a muscle. When I did, um, when I did the Ontario Improv's, um, drive, drive in show, mm-hmm. I was, sh- at the beginning, I was shitting bricks. I was like, how? Really? I was shitting bricks because I was like, first of all, it's completely different. It's not like a concert. Oh, and you hadn't performed at all. Yeah, I, I, well, I did right? Hemet. I did Hemet like a week and a half before that, the city of Hemet, and it was an outside show. There was about 120 people there. Oh, that's a lot. So it, w- it was the perfect gym for me to go back there because I started off just doing crowd work. Then I went into some new COVID stuff. Then I went into something that happened to me where I... I Fell down on a bike because of a stupid dog, and it worked. His fucking dog beat the shit out of me. What are you? A little chihuahua. <laughs> but, and then I went into a couple of jokes. But it worked out, and it felt really, really good to do that. And so, so in Ontario, I was more scared maybe because it's on. It's the improv versus. Yeah. Just a comedy night at so-and-so's bar, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so I had that nervousness. But once I got the first honks or whatever, because they honk at you. <laughs> they fucking honk at you. <laughs> once I got the first honks. <laughs> like, you know. What's if, happened to our lives? Exactly. That's the audience. The new crowd is, you know. <laughs> like, I was like, I was just fucking around, you know. I was like, you know, having this because they told me, you know, if they like you. Uh, for those people that have no clue what I'm talking about, they're doing these drive-in shows now, right? They have this gigantic 50-foot screen, and they put a small stage, an 8 by 8 stage right on the bottom. They put a camera on you, and they're projecting your image on that gigantic screen. People come and park their cars six feet apart. You know, they're all safe, COVID safe. And they have a radio transmitter inside the car. So you're listening to a radio. It's like a drive-in movie from back in the day. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. But... When you see, like, when I showed up at the Ontario Improv, they were like, dude, it's like 500 people here. And I'm like, oh, shit, this is awesome. But when you perform, you could only listen to, like, 30. You could only hear 30 people. And they're like, and, and the management was like, hey, you know, if they're having a good time, they're going to honk their horns. And I'm like, fuck you mean they're going to honk their horns? And they're like, you're going to honk their horns, they're going to flash their lights to let you know. I just imagine, not you personally, but somebody telling a joke that wasn't that funny, and there's just one sad horn, like... Oh yeah, the funny part. I, I did. I did. I was doing. I was doing crowd work, but I don't know what you call it. I was doing car work. Because, like, because I said something. Because you know, I did a joke and everybody was honking their horns. And on the left hand side from the stage, there was a little Honda, this little small Honda, and it had that little that noticeable noise. You know what I mean? So, so I just turned around. And I looked at him because everybody kind of. You could hear the difference, right? So everybody would honk their horn, and then you hear, me, me. <laughs> I finally turned around, and I go, dude, that's the gayest horn I've ever heard in my life, you know? And go, it sounds like, if, you know, and I, I did, like, I did crowd work with that particular horn, and, and they were loving it. It was hilarious, man, so. One sec. Yeah, what are you doing? I got a call. Oh. <laughs> okay, I'm back. <laughs> Don't worry, we'll edit out the studio. Car. These two guys were standing outside, and I just rolled out of the car, like, <laughs> and then got back in. Like, what? Oh. <laughs> Sorry, guys, I'm acting a little covety. <laughs> we're just smoking pot in the car. Yeah, yeah. Well, we are in Hollywood, and that's a standard. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to interrupt your honking. Yeah, no worries. But, <laughs> but anyways, that's yeah, that's um, 
I, I guess, yeah, back to what you were saying, it is awesome to... to Make somebody react. Yeah. <laughs> what is so funny to you right now? Why are you fucking laughing? I was just thinking, two days ago I was in the Goodwill, and a cough started coming up, and I'm like, I can't cough inside because you're not allowed to cough in public. You can. But it was going to be a big one. Like, Wait. I could feel it in my chest, and then I tried to hold it, and I started choking. <laughs> it's like water, tears started coming. <laughs> so, Fucking sounding like Frankenstein. <laughs> so I threw down the skirt I was gonna buy and I ran out, which probably looked like I was stealing because I ran. But then I got to the parking lot and I'm like, there's just random people and I'm like, I can't even cough in the parking lot. So I'm running and ducking like behind a car to cough. <laughs> Isn't it creepy that you can't even cough no more? I know. You're afraid you're, they're gonna come in with like a white truck or whatever and just fucking scoop you in a van or something like that. I do. I feel like even in parking lots, I'm not allowed to cough. But I do twitch whenever somebody coughs. I'm not gonna lie. Like if a stranger coughs, you know, you kind of just like, <laughs> you know, like you do. Tell me you don't do that. Like you do. Like like if you're walking in in, in a store and all of a sudden you're <clears throat> like, yeah. hey, what the fuck? You know, like yeah, you know, it's kind of crazy how you react to it now. Like, if somebody doesn't have a mask or, you know, or they're just... It's funny how you just feel like, I don't know you. <laughs> I've never been so stranger danger in my life. You know what I mean? Like, just anybody around me like, stranger danger! Stranger danger! Like, I'll fucking run, dude. Just walk away from them. And it's an old lady. Uh. Have you walked into a store and forgot to put on your mask? I've gone into Ralph's. You feel naked. Well, and I made it. Nobody said anything. I made it, like, all the way to the produce section. Because they thought you were that one crazy white lady? <laughs> she thought I was a Karen. That, that Karen <laughs> supporter? Like, this is bullshit. My physical reaction when I realized I wasn't wearing my mask, I jumped, and I was like, ah! <laughs> like, <laughs> you put it on back at home, finally? Like, <laughs> I looked like I was having a seizure in the store. So I was like, <laughs> the mask! <laughs> Start shaking. You're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's creepy, but yeah. I thought people were staring at me because they thought I was cute, but really it was just because I wasn't wearing a mask. <laughs> Everyone like, oh my god, and like, oh my god, I'm, oh I'm getting so much attention. I did today. something today. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you went against the government. That's what you did. I, you know what? It it's it sucks that uh, they politicize it so much. Oh, it's oh god. It, it, it I think we would be doing a lot better if they would have just done it right. Yeah. You know, but. I on I don't I'm not pro or whatever like um I don't consider myself I'm not a Republican I'm not a Republican I, I don't consider myself a Democrat or whatever but I do believe that the powers of be that be have uh, politicized it so much that we're just tired of it now and we know that the higher ups are wrong we know that they shouldn't be up there yeah they're perfect for the economy for certain people. But not for us. Not yeah. for the regular people. I I just don't understand how some people could still be behind it and say that this is fake and say that this is non-existent. I, I saw there was somebody by, um, by um, our warehouse over there at AES where he's out in the corner all the time. He's fucking homeless. And he's waving a Trump flag, you know? And... <laughs> Now, you understand the irony, right? You understand it, right? And he's just like hardcore, you know, Trump and American flag and this and that, but he's homeless. And I'm like... so weird. <laughs> like, you know, like, you know... <laughs> he's not helping you. Yeah, yeah, like, what is he, you know, like, and, and I kind of want to pull over sometimes and just be like, 
excuse me, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Can I educate you on something? <laughs> yeah, you know, like, what, what is he doing for you? You know, what have they done for you? You know, like, it's been months. We, they're fighting for $1,200. $1,200 ain't shit to nobody right now. I know. It's not even, like, if I get an, a second stimulus, it's going to go immediately to my bills. It's not going to go to anything else. It's not going to go to no. my... Um, I do hate how some people, and this is how shitty people are now. I do, I was just reading something today in the morning that some dude in Glendale got caught with a bunch of EDD cards. Yeah, right? they, they busted a few different. Yeah, and it's like a thing now. And, all, and to all you piece of shit people that are involved in that kind of stuff, I really hope karma gets you. Like the rapper, there was a rapper a couple weeks ago that made a rap song about cashing his EDD cards. So they raided his house or something. And he was in a video. He was filming a video about a song about screwing the government over. What an idiot. Yeah, and the FBI gets it, or I don't know who, but they raid his shit. And turns out he was almost like at a million dollars worth of fucking stuff, you know? Oh, my and God. And, of course, he got arrested and whatnot, but it, it, it just shows how... It's so sad. Yeah, that people are just there for themselves right now, and they're looking out for number one. And when number one's always going to be them, but yet some other dumb people are looking out for somebody else that could care less about you. And I don't understand how that works or what's the mentality behind that. You know, like I don't I don't think that Biden is is the perfect man. I don't think he's the perfect person, but he's the perfect step towards change, towards doing something differently, because obviously the last four years have not been working out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't know how we can go through it again. I can't believe the election's in, like, five days. I don't know when this is coming out, but... I was talking to, to uh, my buddy, and my buddy was all like, you know what? I Because he, he, it affected him hardcore, right? He's not really into politics. Politics is just... The way that politics has affected the country, it's really affected him, you yeah. know? He was just like, dude, he goes, I'm, I'm feeling... I go, how you doing? He goes, I'm feeling good, man. I, I think I'm going to be okay on Tuesday. I think we're, we'll be all right on Tuesday. He's talking about the election, yeah. you know? And I don't know when this cast is going on. I'll probably release it the day after uh, November uh, 3rd. Have you seen that they're, like, starting to board up a bunch of places in case of riots? There, There is riots. There is, um... There's, I hope there's not going to be riots, but it's going to, I don't know. Oh, dude, dude, um, the Dodgers didn't won. The Dodgers just won, and I was uh, I was very scared about that. You know, like, all right, cool, they're celebrating, they're celebrating, but it got a little bit too close to rioting, man. And and just, you know, just stupid people right now. Come on, guys, it's not the time. We'll have our time. We'll have our time for the Lakers to, to celebrate. We'll have our time for the... Dodgers to celebrate, and I, I I hope even like when the when when we decide who the president is or when this happens, I hope they get their shit straight and do it the right way, you know. And yeah. but I do believe that there will be people are in a sense of taking advantage for as much as you can. People are trying to take advantage of whatever situation they can right now, and um, you know, like some of the writings for uh, rioting for Black Lives Matter, I think. About 20% of those people were just people looking for a come-up. That was it. Just looking for any excuse to break into somewhere and try yeah. to get something, you know? No, for sure. You had people from the opposite party, uh, like the Proud Boys, trying to send their own guys in disguise to cause riots, you know, putting bricks in certain locations. And I don't know if it was the Proud Boys or whatever, but there is some type of militia out there that's trying to make us fight each other because they believe that chaos will cause you know, will we'll be good for their particular cause. So yeah. I don't, I honestly don't know. I'll probably stay home 
on um, November 3rd and I probably won't be online or social media or anything like that. I'm probably just going to chill because I know it'll, it'll make me nervous and I'll, and I'll be stressed out throughout the whole day finding out. And if, if, if Biden wins, cool. Hopefully it makes a change. If Trump wins, I don't think anything's going to happen. I know who, who's going to be, be beneficiary or who's going to benefit out of it. It's going to be the, the people that are actually benefiting right now, but not anybody else. You know, the I, that's my thought. I might be wrong. I hope if, uh, kind of like Chappelle said, you know, like I don't know if he's perfect for this country or whatever when, when he just got elected. I just wish him luck, you know. I yeah. hope he does the right thing. And, and that's all we could do right now. The, the <clears throat> it just sucks, too, because they, with this year with the mail and all this stuff, and they're saying, I mean, we're probably not even going to know on November. It could drag on Oh, he's going to so try long. to fight it. He's going to try to... It, I do believe that yeah, Trump gonna is drag for a, while. a spoiled kid. That if he doesn't get something his way, he's gonna try to fire. He's gonna try to figure out the way to fuck you over. Yeah. He's the perfect car salesman, you know. And no offense to you, car salesman, but you guys know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, he's <laughs> he is the perfect car salesman in that sense that he's gonna try whatever he needs to do to get that deal over you. You know. I mean, yeah. They. 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 He, he just he's so used to getting everything his way and all the stuff that's coming out about him and, and coming out and he did this and did that da, 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 da. it's so much shit that's real that people can't believe it's real so now they just think it's the media attacking him yeah it's like no you know it's like that perfect you know hey you know your girlfriend's cheating on you no she's not <laughs> you know, dude here's the fucking picture no that was edited you know like Dude, here's the fucking video of her in the orgy. Oh, no, that was a party. <laughs> you know, like, it's dude, you know, like... But people see him talking. It's not like the media is just saying, oh, he said this. They see it come out of his mouth, and they're still just like, oh, no, no. Yeah, he said it in the wrong way, or he was just playing. Yeah, like, one like, of my no. friends who loves him is always like, oh, no, he's being funny. He's a comedian. He's hilarious. He knows how funny he is, and it's like... He wasn't joking, okay? You're a professional comedian. <laughs> it is funny, but he wasn't joking. You're a professional comedian. You would think that you know when a joke is happening. You know, when when a joke is a joke. And you know exactly when a joke is... when. To, I know exactly when somebody's <clears throat> trying to do a joke and they're fucking bombing. I know it's just a natural muscle that's in my head. <laughs> womp womp, right? <laughs> and yeah, no, he's not a comedian. He's not... He's, he's a... He's a TV reality host, and, and that's what I see. And he's going to say whatever he needs to say, say to, to win you over. And, and that's what I see right now. So that's what I mean by politicizing the whole mask. Like, dude, if we would all be wearing our mask, we'd be all right. If, if it, and it, it pretty much, it turns out, it's pretty much the mask right now that's helping us out with everybody, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. All we know is that whatever happens for 2021, I hope everybody out there is safe. I hope if you're pro or con or whatever, I just wish you and your family and your elders especially um, the best, man. Because it, it's not it's not no joke. This is this is real shit. I have a friend right now that's fighting COVID, and they they reduced the respirator. I don't know how the thing happens, but he was on the respirator. Oh my god, that's serious. He's like three years older than me. You know what I mean? And I'm like, fuck, that that really affected me because it's somebody that I was on a day-to-day conversation type piece. He, 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 he was my shirt printer. He prints the shirts oh, for me and no. all my merchandise. And um, 
and he's he's right now in you know I think in Oregon or Ohio and he's in, he's really really bad and was in ICU and whatnot and he's on the respirator and his sister posted this thing you know about how how he's doing better now you know they they've reduced the the air capacity oh of the God, respirator that's and I'm awful. like holy shit you know how how bad is this guy suffering right now and this it, is a awesome dude you know I have a friend from high school I talked about this the other day <clears throat> he lost his dad and his mom within a week from COVID from COVID his dad got diagnosed with COVID they went to um, they, they they took the father to the hospital he was in ICU I believe he's an old friend from high school from back in the days and, um, and then his mom they only allowed one person to be around there right his mom went there and a week later, she got diagnosed with COVID. They died within the, that week span or a week and a half span. Oh, my God. And the family didn't even get to, like, say goodbye. I know. Like, well, you hear people that are saying goodbye over Zoom and stuff that's or fucking, FaceTime. That's, that's just... Having funerals over Zoom? It, it's oh. just, wow. It, it's, it's That's so, awful. It, it's devastating and it sucks, man. And it, it, there's nothing funny about that, dude. It's just... That cannot be... It's a new thing that could be that cannot be the new way of life for us because we're not built that way you know what i mean so so i hope all we could do is hope for whatever happens whoever i don't i don't like any type of politician i don't like uh any type i don't trust them i don't trust anybody because everybody has an agenda at the end of the day but um i just hope that that we're okay that we end up all right and that god strikes down on the people that should be stricken down yeah, and, and right. you know instead of the people that should be out there with their families so yeah hopefully 2021 <clears throat> we can all work now let's change the subjects is that really got Thank emotional right now dude i got i, I want to cough now <laughs> <laughs> i still have one in me fucking <laughs> <laughs> jen murphy and her fucking cough <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you? There's something, oh. I think it's the milk. Really? Yeah, can you hear it? Can you hear the lactose in my throat? I've never heard milk. <laughs> what does milk sound like? <laughs> You're fucking stupid. <laughs> um, now let's uh, let's talk about one thing. That I want. Um, you've been doing comedy now for how long? <laughs> Since I've been coughing. <laughs> Oh my god, it's like um, 14 years? Alright. One of the reasons why I wanted to bring you out here is equality. You know, the verses. The verses being a male comic versus being a female comic. Okay. Um, a, lot of, a lot of guy comics don't think... The biggest thing that they say about female comics is uh, female comics are not funny. That's the number one, you think, number one thing you hear all around. Yeah, Which, or that we only talk about our pussy. Yeah. Or that if we got stage time, it's because we fuck somebody. Mm-hmm. Those are the top three? Those are the top three. <laughs> Those are the top three? All right, cool. I got like nine more. No, no. So, no I'm just joking. But um, <laughs> I do think it's unfair for you for you people because, like, I, I for, for women because there are so many talented women out there. But there has been a couple bad apples here and there that have maybe caused that. Well, I'll tell you what, it goes both ways because there's also a lot of females who, within only doing comedy two to three years, shot up. Yeah. Because they stand out more and there's not as many. If somebody's looking for a female, does that make sense? Like, Amy Schumer was like three years in. Mm-hmm. 
Last Comic Standing shot up. Eliza Schlesinger was about four years in or so. If you if they do want a female, there's less competition. If somebody's looking for, for that to write, you know, like Comedy Central want, help wanted to make Amy, you know, they yeah. worked hard, they made her up. <clears throat> so I will say, sometimes it can be easier. In that, I think, in, and I don't know if that's just when you're in your early twenties. That's definitely not going to happen for me because I'm old. But, <laughs> but even with regular shows, mm-hmm. like let's say a guy, a male was booking a show and was like, "Okay, I want to put one female." There's not that many of us to think of. Yeah. So in that way, it can work. Where I think it really does not work at all is trust, like you said. Like, I know a ton of male comedians who were like, oh, yeah, I was visiting uh, Ohio, so I just called up the club and was like, I'm a comedian, can I do a guest spot? And they're like, sure. And I'm like, they just put you on stage without even knowing if you're funny? And I feel like with females, that never happens. I've never... It's harder to get your foot in the door as a female. I've never heard of that, personally. I mean, that comics can get, unless they're a name, you know, that they could just show up at a club. Because that's not easy. So you're saying men lie? Oh, oh really? <laughs> I, you know what? I, but I do I, think, it, but you understand what I'm saying about just like initially getting your foot in the door of a club is harder. Yeah, I, I honestly think like, like personally, like I, you go on the road with me. You've been on the road with me, and I, I take. There's a certain amount of people that I only feel comfortable taking on the road because they know, because you know, first of all, how picky I am as far as like professionalism, being on time, yeah, getting your shit straight, just being on. That's number one. Be funny. Is the most important out of all everything. I don't just take somebody just to take them. Once in a while, I'll take somebody because I'm working with them, you know, and help them develop who they are. Mm-hmm. But my rules are: be professional, be hilarious, be yourself. Don't try to take advantage of the situation. And I've gone. What I mean, I've you've been on the road. Usually, it's either Brian, uh, Hefty, you. Yeah. Those are certain people right now that I take on the road when I have those road gigs where I need to take a feature or, you know, somebody strong enough on, you know, somebody to, to open up the show. And <clears throat> I've seen, though, those situations like when the first time I took we worked together, I think you were like so like, oh, my God, you know, like I don't you know, like of you called me. I didn't you know, you've told me, yeah, I'd love to work with you, you know, or, or, like doing Ontario or something like that, where I'll, I'll call you, hey, Jen, let's have you do this. Let's do this spot. Yeah. You seem more appreciative than, than some of the people were like, yeah, just another gig, a guy comic. We're like, yeah, yeah, it's just the usual. Oh. Like, I see that more on, on a female comic. Uh, Aiko Tanaka, perfect example. I remember we went to, I don't know where we were, but we were doing a show out of town. And I took her to, to, uh, to I think she was opening up for me. I remember we opened the room, we're putting our stuff in, right? And I, I check everybody in, and we're going to the room, and Aiko Tanaka comes in my room. She goes, she goes, uh, starts moving her shit inside, right? And she goes, uh, you want me to sit on the couch and sleep on the couch? And I'm like, fuck you talking about? And she's all like, well, you know, well, where am I going to sleep? You know, and I'm like. She's so funny. I go, you have your own fucking key. You have your own room. Why are you in my room? Why is your shit in my room? You know, and she's like, I didn't know. I'm so sorry, you know. And I'm like, dude, what kind of shows are you doing? You know? Oh, God. I've slept in the same hotel with dudes so many times. How how hard is that shit? Like, I'm not going to do it now, but when I was young, when I was earlier. And I think I've been lucky. That I haven't had too many creeps. I haven't had too many bad experiences. But, yeah, it, as a female, you're like... Because sometimes... 
you know, guys, the, whoever's booking the show, whoever's getting the room, they just want to pay for one, and it's usually two dues, so they never mind sharing. So if you're going to be a girl, sometimes they get, they're like, well, we only get one hotel room. You can go if you want, but you got to share it. I, you know, Again, I, this is when I was the, younger. I probably I would not do that now. Yeah, like I won't. I won't go somewhere if I don't have my own room. I won't do the gig. I'd be like, "Fuck you!" Like you know. And I get it. If I could drive up there and drive back home, I'm gonna do that. But if if it's out of town or something like that, and the accommodations are not right, then it's not worth it. You know, yeah. you you're, you put value behind your name and who you are. But I've seen some female comics kind of just work that thing where they 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 they've had to go through all this bullshit with all these people that had other intentions to, to do something else versus, you know, yeah. or thinking they're going to hook up with somebody or whatever. I think it's happened to a lot more females besides me. I think, I think I've been lucky or maybe because I'm older. I don't know. Some people feel that female comics are too serious to take on the road with. I do feel that too. Like, oh, you know, they're always complaining. No, it's this, always that. Yeah, they're probably more high maintenance, which... And not, not not putting anyone down. I think girls tend to be, by nature, maybe a little more high maintenance. But as a female, as somebody, like, traveling on the road, yeah, I, no, I feel like I'm pretty good at being very low maintenance. Oh, you're fucking not high maintenance at all, dude. <laughs> there is... Dude, you are not... There is nothing high maintenance about you, Jen Murphy. And I mean that in the all-best way, you know, like... Dude, I remember, where were we? We were in Oregon one time. Or was, was it Oregon? Utah. Utah, there you go. We we're fucking some redneck place up there. <laughs> and Jen Murphy, man, she was the the belle of the ball. Like, you know, <laughs> like just plain dudes everywhere, man. I'm like, damn, girl, like, you're going to leave with a disease. What is wrong with you? I didn't actually hook up with anyone. I was just dancing. Yeah, you were just. Oh, dancing. you said I kissed somebody. I don't remember. You were making out when I looked down from the balcony. <laughs> I don't remember. I'm sitting down with the promoter, man, and we're just hanging out. We were complaining about because it was um, the other comic. The other comic. We yeah. were with this other comic, and the other comic showed. up. I was so mad. He bombed. He, he, well, he went over there and he he took a you know and I'm not gonna say his name. No, let's you know, not. but um, but I felt I even felt offended because like when you go on the road to go do your craft. You take your A-game. You go there with your fucking A-game. Unless you're some big, humongous comic that could just talk up there and nobody gets a rat's ass because... Gives a rat's ass because they just want to see you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I felt like I, I was uh, I was featuring on this spot. So, so I made X amount of money. It was good money. But, like, the headline went in and the guy that was closing out the show went in there and he shows up with notes and yeah. tells people that he's trying new shit out and then tells people how he could care less about being there. Yeah, that was really bad. And that... I was embarrassed for him. I turned around with the promoter and I'm like, really? Like, I, I told the promoter, I go, really, dude? Like, that's that's who you chose, not not to be a dick, but I, I kind of said, that's who you chose over me to, to close out this particular show? I'm like, bro, you know, like... And I goes, don't think the promoter had seen him, though. Well, he just said, like, yo, man, the agency, you know, yeah. whatever, they 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 recommended them and stuff. But, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I'm like, dude, it's at the end of the day, it's your money. I'm getting paid. I agreed to get to do this gig for what I got paid. But but you shouldn't be that way. Like, to me, I I go and I give it 100 percent every single time. 
because it might be my last time on stage. That's the, how I psych myself out. And I don't care if it's a low paying gig, I don't care if it's a high paying gig, it's a thousand people, it's 20 people, I'm gonna give it 100% no matter what. Well, I always think of, yeah, even small shows, if there's only 10 people, I'm always in my head thinking about the person that booked me and I'm like, I don't wanna disappoint them. I yeah, don't exactly. you wanna disappoint the audience back. either, but it's like, I have respect for whoever booked me. That was the first time you I'm not gonna disrespect that, their room and be like, too. yeah. That's why when comics go in and shit on a room, it's like, that's so disrespectful to, I mean, if they're being really funny, like. If you know, they're having a good time a and, people, and they have a relationship with somebody, I get that. A lot of people really cool. shit on it for real. And you're like, what are you doing? But I remember that day I was with you, I was next to you there and, and, and just kind of like when we were watching the show and you said like, what the fuck is he doing? Yeah. And I go, I don't know. Is this like a gig? Is this how he is? You know, is this like a normal thing? And you're like, no, he's usually pretty funny. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and we were like, okay, cool. And so long story short, after that, the promoter, he's such a sweetheart of a dude. He took us to an after party. There was a club after that he took us and we got the whole VIP treatment and, and we're right there in, in the balcony and me and the promoter, we were talking about what had just happened. And even the promoter walked up to me and goes, yo, I'm so sorry. You know, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, yeah, you're right. You know, I should maybe I should pay attention to these people who I'm booking and whatnot. And I go, look, dude, I go, I don't care if you book me to headline or whatever. I don't care if you have me host. You know, as long as you keep on bringing me, I, I, I appreciate every second. I go, but dude, man, you know, like... <laughs> You know, like, it's, it. I, I, there was part of me that was pissed that this dude made probably triple the amount of money that I made, you know what I mean? And got more time than I did on stage. Think about how confused the audience must have been, because yeah, I went crazy. first, and you know I'm funny, mm -hmm. and then you, <laughs> and then you went. And we're having a good time with mine. You went and killed, mm -hmm. and then they get their headline, and they're probably like, what? The, <laughs> <laughs> the show just came to a screeching halt. <laughs> and he's up there just, I could give a fuck about you guys. Like, honestly. Like, you know, I like, paid money for this. Yeah. <laughs> Are we supposed to be laughing? <laughs> uh, that's the that's the first time where I ever experienced a hey, you should be you should go back up there. And I go, ah, you know, I kind of laughed it off, but like, I know, <laughs> you know, but there was that part. I've never had somebody tell me that, hey. You should go back up there. Like, I, what do you say? You know. But have you had this happen? And I'm not saying this happens all the time, but it's it's happened a few times, and it's the most awkward thing when you're featuring for somebody, and you're both, you're close enough near them when the audience is leaving. And then have you ever had audience members say to you like, "Man, you should have headlined," and they're being nice. Yeah. But <laughs> but you know the headliner heard it, and I'm like. And I'll always be like, no, no, it's okay. No, really. No, no. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> and that was the last time I worked that weekend with yeah. that particular person. Yeah. But it, yeah. Even though they're complimenting me, I feel like shit. I'm like, oh, my God. I can't believe they said that. Like, how embarrassing for uh, it. You know, it's so awkward. But then I'm like, you know what? You can't. It's not my fault. Dude, there's a, there's a saying. You're not a golden coin. Not everybody's going to like you. Um, Joe Coy told me one time. He took me and Ty Rivera, right, to Miami with them. And I'll never forget this, man. I got I gotta love Joe for that, man. It was Joe Coy weekend. Fucking every show sold out, right? And Ty Rivera is a beast. Amazing, amazing comedian. Um, he had me opening. He had me opening up Ty Rivera and Joe. That that was the whole show. And I remember in the green room on the first show, Joe goes, Hey guys, come here real quick. He goes, Look, dude, all these people are here for me. He goes, but I, I, your only mission this whole weekend is to find 
the three out of every uh, he goes I find out of every weekend about three of them will like Cooch more about three of them will like Ty Rivera more and the rest will will probably will be here for me your job is to find those three people and entertain those people and never forget that those are the three people that are going to be loyal to you when you come back it's going to be six people and then it's going to be nine people and and I I'll never forget Joe saying that to us that like dude that's that's kind of cool you know so after the show I think it was the Saturday and uh, I remember this one lady comes up to me she goes oh my god I love you you're my favorite and I yelled to Joe Coy I go hear that Joe Coy I'm her favorite I found one <laughs> and he just laughed he, he you know yeah in that way it's funny because yeah. he, he's cool enough to know that that could happen but, but it was it was like that's you know that that's great advice and that's that sense of you know it that happens and that's a comic that knows that that happened you know this yeah, but it was happening to me with somebody who did not was not having it oh what they do i mean he didn't he didn't take it out on me he just didn't have that kind of sense of humor that joke or the confidence did he get pissed but you know what yeah he was hurt but at, at the same time sometimes maybe that needs to happen because this is a comic that's been doing it a while, and he was, and I think he's funny, but he was up there just sort of doing the hits, just, you know what I mean? Like you said, not bringing an A-gate, just phoning it in. Yeah. So maybe sometimes if you get lazy as a comic, you need to hear something that's like I, that that's going to hurt your feelings a little I bit. I feel, yeah, you, you do need that reminder that we're in a game. This is a game that... Like, don't take it for granted that you're the headliner. Yeah, don't 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 take it for granted that you're a comedian. Yeah. Not even just a headliner. It doesn't matter. You're going to hear it. Uh, Pat Buckles told me a long time ago. Uh, she's a manager. Uh, she told me, one thing you need to learn about comedy is you're going to hit a peak. You're going to be at your highest, and then you're going to go down. Now, the question is, what are you going to do going down? How are you going to survive? How are you going to keep yourself relevant? How are you going to keep on working doing that? And that's what your goal should be. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. It's that mentality of like, don't ever think that you're okay. You got to keep working and dedicating yourself to the craft and appreciating every second that you have with this audience. Because we live in a world now where social media controls everything. And just like that, you got TikTokers that are just doing other people's set and they make themselves millionaires off of your voice. You understand what I mean? And yeah, you made some profit, but it, it, it's crazy how it works now. Yeah. So you got to appreciate yourself and kind of and kind of understand that if I'm closing out a show, I'm going to give them a hundred. I'm going I'm to I'm treat them like it's my first time that I got this moment. If I'm, if I'm not, then I'm stealing... Not only from them, but from myself as a as a performer. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. That's that's it's something the way that you should you should kind of see your life in any type of profession. You know, you want to be the best at it. You're not gonna be maybe the top best, but you should give yourself that goal of I'm gonna try my 100. I'm I'm gonna do my my best to kind of know that the next day I'm gonna be even better at what what I am the day before. Yeah. That's good advice. Yeah, so that's my mentality on that. Take that one for cat for granted, kids. Take that one in your head, kids. So, anyways, hi, <laughs> see Kaya. <laughs> I gotta go pretty soon. Oh yeah, okay, yo, Jen, man. Um, Is there anything you want to know about being a female? No, no, <laughs> not no more. <laughs> I wish I could wear the skirts. <laughs> 
Yo, um, well, we'll leave it at that. This is, dude, I can't even realize. We're almost at an hour right now, and obviously... That was fast. Yeah, that's, that's just how awesome this, this, wow. this little gig has been with you, man. Thank you so much for coming out. Thank uh, you. Now, you have a great, great podcast. Jillin' Off. Yeah. What is... J-I-L-L-I-N. I had never heard that phrase until Christina said it. I guess it's the female... Jack and all? I've never heard of that in my life. I had never heard of it either. And what do you guys talk about? So a lot of people probably have it, and they're probably like, what the hell is Just chilling off. <laughs> well, to me, I was like, well, even if they don't know, it kind of sounds like joking around. <laughs> chilling. I'm just chilling. <laughs> and how long have you had the podcast for? Uh, a year and a half. You, you girls, I, I've, I've listened to, a, uh, like, four episodes, and... Yeah, you girls are crazy, man. I I, I gotta give you props. I mean, you, and yeah, I, I, Christina. Yeah, yeah. And that's, <laughs> I, you you guys got issues, man. Um, <laughs> she exposes a lot more than me sometimes. Most can, of the time. How can people find it? iTunes or Spotify. Okay. Um, uh, I've been start, I started putting them up on YouTube. Jen Murphy. You right, just so type in Jen Murphy Comedian on So it's YouTube. a video, right? Via Zoom and stuff? You guys are doing that? Yeah. And you guys got the episode. I, I saw you guys were working with Comedy Pop-Up, right? Yeah, and, we and still doing do. that. I love Comedy Pop-Up, by the way. Cool. They're um, great. No, they're, they're good people, man. Maybe, I don't know, I might hook up with them. I don't know, and, and continue this. I What do you think of this cast? I mean, this is my third one. This is great. Uh, kind of like conversation piece. You I know? love it. I what? hope you'll have me back after your. Oh huge. yeah, no job, man. Yeah, yeah. After, after I'm huge, I'm already huge. I'm like what, three hundred pounds? Just joking. I'm not that big no more. <laughs> after you have your own studio. Yeah. No, no, no. You know what? Um, it, it's fun and it's a way for me to. I've been wanting to do this for a while. I had uh, my own podcast with with Brian McDaniel, but we were just still busy. So I kind of think that this kind of one on one base and and just kind of do it. At, Going with an agenda, but not going completely on the script. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's I, really important now because we don't get these chances to talk. Yeah, exactly. With, as comedians, so like awesome. we used to. So it's, it's awesome. Uh, how can people follow you? Um, at Jen Murphy Comedy on Instagram and Twitter. J E N M U R P H Y. Are you more on Twitter or on Instagram, or what are you? What are you on more? More Instagram. It's all Instagram, huh? It's our age, I think. That's what it is. I think I just feel more... I get so self-conscious with Twitter. There's so many times I'll put up a joke and then delete it. Really? I just feel like there's so much pressure and if it bombs. But with Instagram, I don't care. People take Twitter too serious. Yeah, if people don't like my Instagram, I don't give a good... I don't care. But, yeah, I get super self-conscious Well, it's probably Twitter. because you're over there walking and saluting people fucking <laughs> Nazi ways and shit like that. <laughs> Yo, Jen, man. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much for coming down and, and doing this for me. I love you as love a person you. and as a comedian. Uh, you are my homie and, and uh, can't wait to have you back on the show. I love you. Guys, uh, this has been the Narrator Podcast. I will see you soon. See you on the next one. You guys can follow me at DJ Cooch, DJ C-O-O-C-H on Instagram. Uh, make sure you guys are following the show and find out when you guys got a new show coming up to you. We got a lot more uh, cool subjects coming in. And uh, let's see who's president on the next time. Fingers crossed, y'all. God bless you guys. Peace.